Oh, welcome in, everybody. Week four episode of the South Lot Football Guys. We are back, better than ever. I'm your host, Evan Newberger, here with, as always, we got Robbie Larson and Adam Sidek. Guys, how we doing? Oh, doing good. Uh, hanging in there, getting ready for this Thursday night matchup. Yeah, <laughs> all-time great matchup, must-see television. Um, Broncos-Jets, guys, you, you couldn't beat it. Um, just, you know, elite-level talent out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Both these teams are healthy. Yeah, <laughs> just an over-under a 39.5, you know, absolutely expecting to light it up out there. So, a lot to look forward to this week. Uh, if only there were fans in MetLife. <laughs> watch, watch that gift. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, you know, we, we do have some good games on the slate, though, so hopefully you haven't turned us off already. Um, but uh, before we get into that, uh, Robbie, why don't we hear some news? Big news uh, just came out was the Steelers and Titans game is going to be postponed because of a COVID outbreak on the Titans side of the ball. Um, as as far as that concerns of Vikings players who they just played uh, so far, everybody's tested negative for them. So they're all, all clear. So that's good. Um, but this Steelers Titans game, um, it might be pro- postponed most likely for Monday. Uh, we heard there's rumors that uh, the CBS crew was contacted that that's going to be the time that they're going for. So I think that's what we're going to be looking at. Um, the other option was Tuesday or who knows what else. But we're, we're going to still cover this game as if uh, it's happening this weekend for your week four. We'll see where that what happens with fantasy. Let's, let's hope ESPN could uh, get it together and be able to work it out to make it in week four, but yeah, that's a different note, you know. Show me with my Steelers D on a bye right now. Not great. <laughs> Not a fan of that. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, interesting to call out there, Robbie. Uh, how about on the injury front? Not too much, right, from the past uh, week? I didn't. Yeah. Nothing really significant. Yeah. Chris that. Godwin got Chris uh, Godwin's yeah. probably going to be out for a, a little bit. Um yeah, that's yeah. It was, uh, after a terrible week two of injuries, yep, got some a little bit of luck last week. Yeah, too many. Got uh, got some people coming back though this week. Uh, some big names that are returning that we'll we'll get to once we dive into the week by week picks here. Uh, so you guys are up to speed there. But uh, all right, well, why don't we uh, quickly take a look at how we did in week three? And spoiler, uh, not our most. Uh, uh, shining moment here. I'll, I'll start off with me. My lead pipe lock for the week last week. Titans minus two and a half. So I missed. Oh, so close. They won by one point. Uh, brutal. Brutal that they couldn't find a way to cover that. Um, but, uh, you know, you got to take your lumps. Uh, Robbie, you had cards minus five. So I missed. Lions just, I guess they're fully healthy and they, they showed up. Kenny G, you know, he's... He's a great player. He yeah. definitely helps that offense. Three for three. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> that team. That seven oh, and missed. Oh, Haskins. Dole. Five turnovers. Yeah. Uh, they were like hanging in that game so much too. That was that was a bummer for my wallet because I was heavy on them. So just that second half. Yeah. What God. what happened? That <sighs> there's some bad turnovers by Haskins. You got to think Ron is itching to get Alex Smith in there. Yeah. They think they got a chance to win this division. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, it yeah. might be after this week. Yeah. That's true. 
Um, you know, our podcast uh, consensus picks, not much better. We had the Cardinals and the team involved there. Uh, fortunately, though, we had the pack plus three and a half. There we go. Adam, thank you for being so adamant on the Packers. Uh, we know our Packers we, and Bears, apparently. We should have taken money on there. Yeah. Yeah. Should have um, gone bold. But, uh, you know, so far uh, the Packers have been good to us. So, uh, you know, we'll see if we maintain that course here in week four. Uh, with that, though, guys, why don't we uh, do a fun little exercise, though, before we get into our week four picks. Uh, I want to do a little buy or sell here on, um, you know, teams that are, you know, off to a pretty solid start after three weeks. Um you know, so we're look, talking about two and one teams, three and zero teams. You know, are they really truly contenders for the Super Bowl? So, uh, Adam, why don't you start us off? So this might come to a su- surprise to some, but I'm actually going to sell the three and zero Seattle Seahawks right now. They're they're leading their division, one game better than every team. Um, I just think what they're doing is so unsustainable. Um, you know, Russ is playing like he's the best player in the planet right now. Um, his efficiency, throwing touchdowns at 14% uh, rate. And their defense is by and far the worst pass defense in the league. And the numbers are out of control. They're they're allowing, like, I think, 1,100 passing yards to wide receivers where the next best team is like 700. Yeah. It, it's bad. Um, so, I mean, I just think that what they're doing is unsustainable. And, and eventually, you know, teams are going to make Seattle – go back to what they were before and it's a run team and you know with Chris Carson out right now I, th- I think that that's something that they'd struggle with and you know maybe Russ probably th- does well enough to get this team in the playoffs but I, it's hard for me to see this team as the legit Super Bowl contender with the way this defense is playing yeah their secondary absolutely depleted especially after that last game uh, against the Cowboys Jamal Adams uh has a groin injury looks like he might miss some time so uh yeah I mean you know, I, I don't see that secondary getting any better anytime soon. Uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, Robbie, what's your take? You know, I'm, I'm going to actually buy into the Seahawks. Yeah, they're going to have a couple of injuries. Uh, that's a little tough for the time being. But um, Seahawks are always a team that even if they start slow on the defensive side of the ball, you know they're going to get everything together and they're going to become stronger as the – year goes on and I think you're you're seeing this with a lot of teams in the league in general and that the defense is they just missing those preseason games it just seems like they're just not as ready as they were in prior years um, I think a lot of defense is ne- going to need some time to get back to it um, but yeah I, I, I know Russ got unsustainable unsta- numbers right now but I, I honestly think he could keep it going he there was talks in an offseason how he wants to throw the ball more and man, his the, that one-two punch of Lockett uh, and uh, DK Metcalf that's been working so well. There, there no 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 corner can like cover Metcalf right now. He could just break free into the open and he's got to stop just like walking into the end zone and getting the ball punched out from him. But um, I I I think this could be something special on on the offensive side of the ball. I think Russ really wants to be pushing for his first ever MVP and he's, you know, he's proven it right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Russ is absolutely playing out of his mind. Um, no doubt about that. Uh, you know, and you talk about DK Metcalf. I mean, 
he's on his way. He might be a, a top five wide receiver in football within two years. Um, he's he's really impressing me. He's a force to be reckoned out there. He's just so huge. Um, you know, no no corner can yeah. really match up. He's with the closest him. thing to Megatron that I've seen since. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's the potential that you can just throw up jump balls to him, and uh, you know, yeah. It's going to be interesting to kind of see him develop. He's uh, got like that John Brown speed, but, you know, it's five inches taller and 40 pounds heavier. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah, out of that's control. That's tough to stop right there. Yeah. It's a matchup nightmare for sure. Um, you know, and it, with when Carson is healthy, he's, you know, very formidable, adds some balance to that offense. Um, but, yeah, you guys make some good points. It'll be interesting to see with the Seahawks. Uh, I'm going to keep it inside the NFC West, and I'm going to go with – the L.A. Rams. Uh, I know they lost a tough one against the Bills this week. Um, you know, they were down. They were in a massive hole early. Uh, Bills jumped all over them in the first half of that game, but they battled all the way back just to lose it, kind of on uh, what we call a horseshit call at the end there. Um, uh, uh, defensive uh, pass interference uh, gave the Bills another chance at it, and they wound up capitalizing and scoring to win the game. But... Uh, you know, the Rams just are an absolute force to be reckoned with. Um, you know, of the teams I've watched here, you know, they appear to be the real deal. Uh, you know, they took it to the Cowboys in week one. Uh, they, you know, showed a really strong effort there uh, week three uh, against uh, against the Bills. Week two, they demolished the Eagles. I just like what I've seen there. Uh, you know, their defense, they've got big-name players all over the place with Ramsey and uh, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald looks... Uh, you know, like he hasn't missed a step through all of this uh, quarantine and, and COVID, uh, you know, stuff going on. And on the offensive side of the ball, you know, they've got some real good balance going right now with uh, with the running game. I like what they're doing with Brown and Henderson uh, out of the backfield. And, uh, you know, we'll see once uh, Cam Akers gets back healthy, uh, I think he'll continue to add into the, the balance that they have. Uh, they're working on, uh, you know, more of a short, uh, passing game too, rather than kind of that vertical game that they used to uh, run in years past with with McVay. Kind of seemed like teams started to figure that out and just uh, were really uh, rushing uh, Goff up the middle, and uh, you know he just didn't have enough time to let those uh, routes develop. So now they've kind of adjusted. It's more quick hit plays, uh, and it's it's really working out for them. So good uh, by Sean McVay to adjust. Uh, we'll see if teams catch up, but for right now they look like the real deal. I think this team can compete for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I love. I mean, I love what they're doing with Robert Woods, just moving him all over the field and trying to get him some sweeps, some short passes, anything to get him the ball because he's a big playmaker for them, and that's helping out out that offense a lot. Yeah, and you know they got the best defensive player in the league on this team. He's playing out of his mind this year. Um, yeah, like I I agree. I think they're 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 a legit Super Bowl contender this year. All right, guys. Well, that'll do it for our buy or sell. Uh, with that, why don't we get into our week four uh, pick them? So, uh, guys, we've got Broncos and Jets, as we alluded to at the start of the show, uh, this dynamic matchup. Um, you know, it's uh, this is a stinker. <laughs> we've got the uh, – oh, what is this? Oh, yeah, this is, we're hyping ourselves up for this game. This is the hype train for this game. All right. <laughs> Um, you know, Jets are at home here against the Broncos. Uh, they're actually one-point favorites, uh, and the over-under in this one set at 39.5. It 
because the Broncos are just a mystery quarterback now that Driscoll's hurt also. Um, guys, I'm actually I'm on the Broncos here with this one. Uh, you know, Rippon is going to start at quarterback for the Broncos. I just think the Jets are such a dumpster fire. I'm going to let you guys uh, speak on this as well. I don't want to steal all the thunder because I think we're kind of aligned on this. But, um, you know, Adam Gase is is just not a good coach, and it just doesn't seem like that team is is playing for him at all. Uh, you know, they just got absolutely uh, destroyed by the Colts last week, you know, in a game that I thought that they – I thought that was Adam Gase's make-or-break game where they were going to have to really show something. They came out lifeless. It looks like they've quit on them. Um, you know, I know the Broncos are heading out east for this one, but I don't think it matters. I, I like minus one, uh, or I like I like them uh, plus one here. Um, yeah, that defense uh, is is way better for the Broncos too. So I just think there's a lot of things here that are pointing in the Broncos' direction. You know, I think the spread is indicative of the quarterback uh, situation. I think if Driscoll was starting though, you'd probably see you know Broncos as a four or five point favorite in this game. So. Uh, you know, anything can happen with Rippin here, but uh, I'm going to lean Broncos. Adam, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with you. You're getting Broncos plus one against the worst team in the league. Um, and then, you know, there have been some media leaks that, you know, that if the Jets lose this game, it's going to be Adam Gase's last game. And, you know, hearing that, I'm, I'm, I'm all in on the Broncos because that Jets team is not going to play for that guy. Uh, you know, a lot of people are upset with him, uh, players, um, you know, fans, obviously. But, yeah, I just think, you know, the Broncos are a better coach team. They got the better defense, um, you know, quarterback play. They probably had a little bit of disadvantage. But I, I really think they find a way to get this win, and I, I think they might even do it comfortably. Yeah, when I first heard, heard about that um, Adam Gase news that he could be fired if they lose, um, I thought that um, my first initial reaction was that, you know, maybe he'll find a way to get the win because I don't know how he's still a head coach in this league. Uh, he's just not been good at all, but he still has been hanging around. So I thought, yeah, you know, maybe he'll just pull something out of thin air to get it done. But I think you're exactly right. You changed my mind before the show, Adam, that, yeah, that, that team just hates him. You know, there's been so many reports of just – um, just a, a bad locker room, if you will. Um, it just the they're unhappy with it. I I think anybody who comes in to replace him for the meantime would be a a lot better for that team in general. So I'll, I'll be with you on the Broncos here. I'll, I'll I'll be on the Broncos. I I'm not confident about this game. Um, I'm not I'm not even confident I'm gonna watch this game. But you know I probably will regardless. But Ooh, um, you gotta be a real football guy to watch this game. Oh yeah, I mean, I was I was excited about last week's game, and oh, she yeah. just couldn't get it done. But this one, just absolutely no, no way. It's... We gotta talk to Arnold too. I mean, is he gonna see we? Ghost in prime time again? Yeah. He he needs the cooties. Did they ruin him? Is is he is he unsalvageable at this point? Does he have a chance? Like, uh. I think I think he's ruined for that team unless they figure out a new head coach and somebody that's gonna help him get players and yeah. personnel that's gonna help. Like, I he's in an un, unwinnable situation. Yeah, you know, like I. Yeah, I I don't know. I think uh, you know we we've, we've kind of been talking about Donald. What this is uh, this is a few years now and. 
we're kind of waiting to see that breakout. Uh, it just, you know, I know the team around him isn't great, but uh, yeah, it's not looking good, you know. Like I said, seeing ghosts out there, so. Hey, but, you know, they're going to get a Le'Veon Bell pack next week. That that could be good for them. Could, could and good news whatever new them. coaching staff is going to be with them. <laughs> um, yeah, this either of these offenses are exciting to me. Uh, neither of these defenses are exciting to me at this point. Maybe the Broncos are a little better. Broncos defense has a little bit of you know, talking points, but... Uh, I just wish this internet was a little faster. I'm just trying to stall for time because I, I gotta I'm trying to download a little clip right here. Download a little clip. Uh oh. One we had on a prior show, but Oh, the seeing ghost clip. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> I just wanna pull it out. Uh, yeah, yeah. It might be too late. We've got oh. uh we've got Walmart internet here. So uh yeah, unfortunately. End of the month, you know, you used up all the Yeah, we, we you know, we don't have unlimited data here in this household, so yeah, the tubes are a little blocked up. All right, well game two, we spent way too long talking about James Broncos. Uh game two here, guys. Um it's the beloved Bears playing host to the Indianapolis Colts. Uh Colts are actually two and a half point favorites in this one, uh, on the road, and the over under is set at forty four. Robbie, why don't you start us off? Um, this, well, I know I'm going to be the one, I, this Bears team, I'm, I'm just not really excited about it at this point. They're, I, I said this on Sunday, but they've got to be the worst 3-0 team I've ever seen. Um, and I, I don't think Nick Foles coming in place of Trubisky really changes that a whole lot. Um, I, I, I'd like to say Foles could be like a slight upgrade over Trubisky, but, um, I, I, I really don't see he's going to improve the offense a whole lot. This Colts defense is looking pretty good. I mean, granted, they haven't played stiff competition yet. Um, uh, you you made that point a little earlier with me, Evan. But I, I do think this Colts team can take care of business here against the Bears. Um, and this offense can move. Um of the Colts. Um, I know you guys don't like Phillip Rivers, um, but he, he could still get it done enough um, to to pull it off. I, I don't see really the Bears being able to put up a whole lot of points. I, I mean, you guys are going to have to convince me otherwise, but I feel pretty good that the Colts are going to be able to win here by a, at least a field goal. I'll turn it over to our resident Bears believer to change your mind. I mean, you said the the worst 3-0 team that you've ever seen. Well, I mean, I don't see why they can't be the worst 4-0 team we've ever seen. <laughs> I, I mean, the Colts, I feel, are probably the most overrated team in the league right now um, in terms of like where they're – I mean, Vegas has them as two-and-a-half-point favorites. When I mean, I think the Bears are a better football team, and they're at home. Um, it, specifically in this matchup, I think it's a good matchup for the Bears. Um, Phillip's not going to beat you downfield. I think, you know, they're going to try to rely on a quick pass game and, and – uh, you know, run the ball, Jonathan Taylor. And um, I just don't think that that's a recipe to beat the Bears at home. And uh, I think they're going to really need to force a couple turnovers on defense. And, you know, I I think, you know, even last week the Bears proved that they can overcome that. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let it roll, let it ride with the Bears. Uh, I think they get it done here, move on to 4-0 and become the worst 4-0 team of all time. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I, like, uh, I like the Bears here. 
I think this is a game where the Bears defense just, you know, really uh, puts uh, makes things difficult on uh, Philip Rivers. Um, you know, I, I think I've started to see some good things, especially the second half of that game last week. Uh, their pass rush started to look a lot better. Started to get through the quarterback. Uh, they made things tough on Matt Ryan. If they can get any sort of pressure on Philip Rivers, I mean, the Bears have a lot of talent on that D line, and uh, you know, Keem Hicks is playing really well. You know, Philip Rivers isn't going to be able to know what to do if that uh, uh, line starts uh, cracking and you know Bears start getting through. Wouldn't surprise me if they started to bring up a little. If they start bringing a little pressure early on in that game. Uh, just because you know we all know how good the Colts O line is, uh, but frankly they need to be when Philip Rivers is your quarterback because he can't move back there. Um, you know, Bears also have some ball hawking DBs. I mean, we all know Philip Rivers doesn't have the most zip on the ball anymore, and uh, I could just see Kyle Fuller uh, jumping around or Eddie uh, Jackson, you know, taking one of the house in this game. I think there's going to be a few turnovers here. I, I I like this one. I think the Bears could win this one by a touchdown like I, it wouldn't surprise I, I really don't have a lot of respect for this Colts team and I'm coming from the camp that I'm not really convinced the Bears are any good I just think the Bears defense is a good matchup against this Colts team and, and that they'll they'll really make things tough on Phillip Rivers so uh yeah give give me the Bears and I'm gonna lock up the uh spread plus two and a half it's a lock no Good, good luck with that. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to hope you're right hey, about that. Hey. As a podcast, we are perfect on the Bears and the Packers for some reason. <laughs> but we know our we know our NFC North teams, and uh, you know we've we've been pretty good with those two teams so far. I, I like the Bears here. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, one of us is going to be right. Well, yeah, somebody will be right on this one, so we'll see how it shakes out. Hopefully, uh, hopefully the beloved Bears can get it done though. All right, game three, guys. It is the New Orleans Saints uh, coming off a tough loss uh, against the Packers at home. You know, they're sitting one and two right now. They head to Detroit, uh, take on the Lions, who, as Robbie pointed out earlier, are starting to get healthy. Kenny Galladay is making an impact, and as they beat the Cardinals in the previous week. Uh, Saints are four-point favorites on the road here, and the over-under in this one pretty high at 54-and-a-half. Uh, Robbie, why don't you start us off? Yeah, it, this is a Lions team who pulled off their first victory of the season against the Cardinals. Kind of surprising, I think, to all of us here. Um, and with Kenny Galladay back, I think you saw a much more fluent offense on that, on that team. Uh, where the Saints, um, they've kind of been struggling. Um, these are, well, surprisingly, both these teams are one and two right now. Um, and the Saints are presumed to be better, um, which they probably are. They're probably looking to have Michael Thomas back uh, with that high ankle sprain, which we're, let's hope he's uh, back to full form. Um, it, at very least, he could just pull a distraction, which it could be very helpful for Drew Brees in picking apart this Lions defense. But something tells me that this Lions team might just scrap together and keep keep themselves in it and keep it within four points. Um, I, the, the one thing I'm a little worried about uh, on this team is that we, we, we kind of saw it last year. The Lions, they would just have these random games where they would just ball out against some of the top teams in the league, like uh, off the top of my head, the Patriots last year, um, and just surprise everybody. Um, and I'm just not sure if this is just going to be – 
last week was just a flash in the pan or maybe something we could expect. I'm kind of leaning it's more of something that could we could be expecting for the future just because um, they, they are healthy right now. Um, while the Saints, um, they are a little more beat up right now. I think uh, Jared Cook um, is bad battling a new injury right now. Uh, I think I saw he was sitting out. Um, I, I, I don't think the Lions are going to win this one by any means, but I think they could keep it close here. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I, I like the Lions here with the points at home. Um, you know, they're a drop away from, from being 2-1. and one. Uh, with D Swift, first game. D yep. stands for drop. <laughs> As opposed to T Swift, I don't know DeAndre. what that T stands for, but um, DeAndre Swift. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean I think this Lions team is maybe a little bit more talented than people give them credit for. They were very competitive last year with uh, Matthew Stafford in all their games. Um, you know they had the the bad game week two uh, against the Packers, but like you said, they're getting healthier now. And, you know, I trust this team right now offensively better than I do the Saints. Um, like Michael Thomas, he, I don't think he's going to be any impact other than a decoy, at least this week with uh, the high ankle sprain. It's just too soon to come back from that and be, you know, completely healthy. So, yeah, give me the Lions here. Uh, I, I think, you know, Drew Brees sort of continues to struggle without his uh, top wide out being 100%. Yeah. Uh, guys, I'm, I'm actually going to jump on the saints here. I, I think that, you know, the Michael Thomas injury really has really hurt them, but I think his presence back on the field will kind of put them over the top, uh, help them out here. I, I need to see more out of the Lions before I can trust them, especially with, you know, a four point spread. Um, I don't know. It's just, I think the saints are kind of getting a tough rap, uh, after a couple tough losses. I mean, you know, they went up against maybe the best team in the NFC, the Packers, last week. Uh, and then, you know, tough game against Oakland in a new stadium. You know, Oakland was, you know, motivated and fired up for that game. Um, so I think they just kind of maybe caught a couple rough games in a row against, uh, you know, tough opponents. But this one, I think we uh, get back to normal. I don't see any way that the Saints are falling to one and three here. And, you know, four point spread, it's. It's something, but it's not too much. Uh, so I think Kamara will be able to just get whatever he wants in this game. Uh, you know, and, and it should be enough. I mean, the Lions aren't going to be able to put up points the same way the Packers were on the Saints defense. Um, uh, so I, I, I'm going to ride the Saints here, guys. I'm going to I'm gonna fade you. So we'll see what happens here. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily sure that this is a game I'll bet on. Um, you know, both teams kind of inconsistent right now so might just need to stand back and watch this one play out agreed all right next up we have the arizona cardinals coming off a tough loss uh they head out east to take on the panthers who are three and a half point dogs at home and the over under in this one is at 52 and a half adam why don't you start us off yeah so i mean looking at this game going in I, I i definitely like the cardinals but i don't know the more the more i'm thinking about this game might not bet this one um you know they didn't look too good last week uh at home against the lions i in my opinion it's more of a hiccup than anything um I, I still think they're you know one of the contenders in the nfc west um but this panthers team showed me a lot this year and i think they're they're a little bit better than i gave them credit for going in um especially offensively they, they looked uh you know very good last week without 
Christian McCaffrey, and um, I think they really got a good offensive system there. So, um, having said that, I still I'm still going to lean Cardinals uh, minus three and a half on the road, but uh, you know I'll, I'll probably stay off this one. Yeah, um, I'm I'm debating what jumping on in this game or not. Um, I would be on the side of the Cardinals too. Um, I know I had them as my lock last week, and it's kind of leaving a little bit sour mouth or sour mouth, sour mouth, sour taste in my mouth. Sounds like an extreme candy brand. Sour mouth, sour mouth. New sponsor. Get you some. Why 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 taste with your tongue when you could just taste with your, your whole mouth? mouth. <laughs> yeah, um, we do have a new sponsor here. All right. <laughs> right, that that was our ad right there. Yeah, we just wanted to slip that one <laughs> as nonchalantly as possible. But um, yes, I I think this line as I was trying to mention kind of it, it's kind of it seems like it has been a adjusted maybe a little bit of an overreaction because of what happened for both these teams this weekend I think Panthers we could safely say was a surprise upset victory against the Chargers this past week I think we're pretty pretty sure that the Chargers would at least pull away with that one and the Cardinals uh, obviously we nobody was really expecting that Lions uh, team to come out victorious Uh, but I think the Cardinals could put it together. I think they're just a little surprised last week. Um, the Lions gave them more of a fight than maybe they were expecting. Um, but I, I'm not sold on this Panthers team by any means. Um, and uh, three, three and a half points, it, it could come down to the field goal, which is kind of worrying me right now. I, I don't think I'm going to be confident and touch this game. But um, if if there's a I mean, the Cardinals are good at running the ball, and the Panthers, there's one thing that they can't do right now, and it's stop the run. They absolutely cannot do that at this point, and I think the Cardinals could run all over them. Yeah. Um, You know, guys, I'm on the Cardinals, too. I'm a little bit worried after what I saw out of Kyler uh, last week. That was a bummer, especially because we were all you know, pretty high on the Cardinals uh, in that game. This Panthers team, they've got some fight in them. Um, you know, they played the Raiders real tough week one. Uh, as we talked about, they got a very good uh, victory uh, last week against the Chargers, you know, going up against uh, Herbert. So, you know, take from that what you will. But, you know, in this game, I just think maybe Vegas has given them a little bit too much credit. Uh, three and a half point favorites. I mean, I see the Cardinals as similar to the Raiders in a sense in terms of their um, overall talent level and ability, uh, you know, to be, you know, kind of a somewhat upper echelon team in the league, you know, kind of on the come up. Um, so, and, you know, the Raiders were barely able to kind of cover, I think it was a four point spread in week one. So I kind of see something similar here. This game should be close, but I think the Cardinals, I see them having like a four or five point victory in it here. So I'm going to lean Cardinals. I think this one's going to be really close. I think Vegas, uh, you know, set a pretty pretty solid line here. Oh, I think I, th- I think the Cardinals Raiders comparison is actually a pretty pretty good, if you ask me. Um, yeah, I was trying to get a feel for what 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 are these Cardinals, and I th- I think that's a pretty good comparison right now. Yep. All right. Um. So yeah, I mean, you know, we'll we'll see what the Cardinals uh, 
Yeah, they've they've got a rebound from uh, what they showed last week, uh, especially to kind of keep pace in this NFC West, as we talked about. I mean, it's a lot of good teams out there, and the Niners, uh, they're not going to flounder around for long. You know, once they get healthy, they'll be uh, bouncing back too. So, uh, got to keep the wins coming if you're in the NFC West. But uh, all right, guys, next game up on the docket, we've got the Minnesota Vikings heading to Houston to take on the Texans. The Texans are four-point favorites at home. The over-under in this one is 54. Uh, Guys, I'm on the Texans in this one. feel pretty good about it. Um, You know, this is an 0-3 team that is... Both are two surprise 0-3 teams. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Two Um, playoff teams last year. Right, right. You know, this Texans team... uh, there's a reason why the Texans are bad, and then there's a reason why the Vikings are bad. The reason why the Texans, their record is bad is because that they have absolutely just run the gauntlet of the NFL schedule. I mean, you can't go from Chiefs to Ravers, Ravers uh, <laughs> Chiefs, <laughs> Ravens to Steelers uh, and expect to come out of that really any better than one, too. Um, unfortunately, you know, kind of figured that they would... Uh, kind of scrape one of those games out. Unfortunately, they didn't. But I still think this team's got a lot of talent. They're trying to build that offense around speed with uh, some of their wideouts on the outside. Uh, you know, they still got a lot of talent on the defensive side of the ball, too. Um, you know, trying to put that piece together. Vikings, on the other hand, they're a team in transition. They're trying to get younger. They had a pretty solid draft. But that defense is a lot of young, unproven guys. Uh, and quite frankly, on the road here, um, I think that the Texans' speed and Deshaun Watson are going to tear they're going to tear up their defense a little bit. Um, you know, then it's just a matter of can Kirk Cousins really come back? We've seen good Kirk Cousins, we've seen bad Kirk Cousins this year. Uh, last you know last week against the Titans, he was kind of able to piece it together, uh, you know, and make a game of it. Titans wound up winning barely, but uh, in this one, I think it's going to be a little bit too much to handle, especially on the road. So I like the Texans here. Uh, by four, and I, I'm I'm pretty comfortable with it. This would be a game I'd be pretty comfortable betting on. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I really like the Texans here minus four. Um, you know, they were they're zero three. They're zero three last year, and they ended up making the playoffs. This is the team that's been there before. Um, and you know, I don't know what, I don't know how much that you could have expected from this team in the first three weeks. Obviously, they haven't looked good, but you got to think. You know, going into this season, that they circled this game week four is sort of where where their schedule starts to lighten up into you know some of the average team. They played probably three of the top five teams in the league back to back to back one home game. Um, you know, the, the, here's where they're going to hit their stride, and they're too good of a team team to lose to the the Vikings at home here. Um, so yeah, so give me the Texans minus four, and uh, I, I, this is the game I'll be betting. Yeah, I I, th- I think I kind of just you guys kind of convinced me to just lean this on a more more on the confidence side. Um, I think what scares me the most out of this Vikings team is well, um, I I guess last week kind of th- thought Titans would run away with more, hit more, but um, I guess to a different point, uh, that team is just an enigma. They they could just for some reason they need to be in close games. They're the at Bears all of the AFC. Times. Yep. Um, but. I think, um, um, yeah, Vikings, uh, they moved Jefferson, rookie Jefferson, Justin Jefferson, uh, to the outside this past week. And that worked out really well for him. Um, and that, but this Texans secondary has been pretty solid so far. 
Um, I know Roby has been very good covering the number one uh, so far, but what really scares me about this defense is their their run defense just not looking good right now. And if there is something the Vikings can do well with Dalvin Cook, it's run the ball. I think that's what's gonna scare that scares me a little bit about this game. But um, I do think the Texans are gonna be um, just ready to roll in this one at home and be able to take them by four. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, we're all on the Texans, guys, and we're feeling pretty good about it. We might revisit that one later. Spoiler. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, all right, guys. Next up, we've got the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, heading to Cincinnati to take on Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Uh, Bengals are actually three-point favorites at home here, and the over-under is set at 49.5. So, Robbie, we ended with you on the last one. We're going to have you start this one. Perfect. This is uh, two teams that... Definitely exciting. Very, very exciting. I actually kind of, I, I'm intrigued by this game. Yeah. I, I'm intrigued. Uh, I think we saw some of the bad Ben shoot this past week, um, which, you know, he, he had his ups and downs last season as well. Um, I'm kind of thinking he's going to have uh, jump back up. He's, he's going to be okay this week. I, I'm not convinced that's going to continue against this bad Bengals defense. Um, but this Jags, offense has just been um it's been fun they've been they've been having fun with it especially with Shane Holt moving around all the place you know um they might get DJ Chark back which could be very big they missed him that they absolutely missed him this past week um and I think that is a pretty big tipping point with me and that uh, I'm confident in this Jaguars team. I'm not really confident in the Bengals to be expected their first victory with a rookie Joe Burrow. Um, as good as Burrow has been playing and been competing in these games, I don't think that the Bengals should be uh, favorites in this game. I think this should be more of a pick em. So uh, I think the Jaguars getting plus three on this is absolutely favorable right here. See, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to go with the Bengals here. Um, you know, I, I think it, it probably should be close to a pick but, you know, given given the home team, it's probably it's probably what Vegas is thinking. But, you know, this Bengals team, they lost by three week one on a questionable call. You know, mo- most people think they would have won that game. Uh, and week, week two, they lost by five, and then last week they tied. I, I mean, this is a team that's playing decent football right now, and um, their their defense is, you know, playing a little bit better than I expected. Joe Burrow's the real deal. Um, you know, it's nice to see T. Higgins have a big game last week. And, you know, I, I think this I think this would probably be a pretty fun game to watch. I expect it to be uh, pretty high scoring, but I, I think ultimately – you know, it's probably a game I'm going to stay off of because I think that three is a really good number. But um, if I had to lean one way or the other, I'd, I'd take the Bengals minus three. Well, you're split on it for the first two, so I'll come in here and I'll try and settle it. I, I'm with Robbie. I like the Jags in this one. Uh, on the contingency that Shark comes back, uh, you should keep an eye on that one if you do want to bet this game. Uh, you know, I think this game's just a toss-up. And... Uh, you know, for the most part, I mean, three points, it's it's enough. I mean, you know, I expect this to be kind of a, a neck-and-neck game, you know, kind of sloppy, you know, both teams just kind of grinding it out. Um, you know, Minshew just finds a way to make plays. He'll keep the game close. Uh, I, don't, I don't see the Bengals really pulling away. I, they haven't shown 
they haven't really shown me anything to say that they can pull away from a team and and hold on to a big lead. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just to me this feels like uh, too many points too soon for young Joe Burrow. Um, you know, this should be a very tight game at home here for the Bengals. So uh, that said, and as long as Shark plays, I, I feel pretty good about uh, taking the Jags plus three here on the road, especially. You know, I know they lost a tough one last Thursday night against the Dolphins, but they've still shown a lot of fight early on in this year, and I think uh, they're fighting somebody their own size this week. So, um, you know, it should be a pretty good matchup. All right, next one up, we've got the Cleveland Browns heading to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Cowboys are four-and-a-half-point favorites at home. The over-under in this one is 55. Uh, guys, I'm on the Cowboys. Um <laughs> watched a lot of this team as everybody does every year because they're always on TV but uh, you know they're the picture of inconsistency thus far uh, you know they've they've looked good at times but then uh, you know they've also uh, they've also really they've blundered but you know it's it's hard to judge uh, them too much on their one and two record because the two losses they do have are you know, two teams that have looked really good here in the first few weeks of the season in the Rams and the Seahawks, uh, both road games, too. Uh, they did uh, have an interesting game against the Falcons in week two that they won. Uh, you know, <laughs> they were uh, the lucky recipient of a Dan Quinn uh, gift. Um, Not the only one. Yeah, I mean, he's... he's uh, Being Santa in October. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> September. He's, he's given everything Oprah away. style. Yeah. Who wants a win? <laughs> <laughs> you get away. Adam, you get, you get away. away. Adam Gase needs Eight to fly down. Point away. Win. Uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, this Cowboys team, it's it's a little bit tough to get a read on them here. I, they're going up against the Browns team that uh, I don't have a lot of respect for. Um, you know, I know they got a win here last week um, against the you know that Washington football team. But, uh, you know, as we've seen – you know, the team kind of hung around in that game despite having all those turnovers. Uh, you know, they looked like they had a chance to win at some point. So the Browns, you know, they they ultimately pulled away, but the I, game I, was a little closer than the score said. Uh, for the Browns to win, I mean, they really have to get out of the gate strong and then really lean on the running game. If this turns into a shootout, there's no way they can keep up with the Cowboys. Um, and that's ultimately what I see doing. I, I, I can't see the Browns. Uh, containing that Cowboys offense. And when you put the ball in Baker's hands too much, bad things happen. Uh, so give me Cowboys minus four and a half here. Feel pretty confident about it. Yeah, um, I I completely agree. Uh, the, the question marks here are with the coaching staff. But um, that, that comeback against the Atlanta um, a couple weeks ago, uh, I just pictured – I just saw that as pretty much just the talent of the team just – outclassing the the poor coaching decisions of that game and just pulling off that win um i i think if there's even poor coaching in this one they could easily pull off five point points on the browns um i feel pretty good about this game um i i feel like this is again a line that the browns um have they should probably be uh bigger dogs than what it is right here just because um, they were basically handed a gift in the form of Dwayne Haskins last week. And, babe, what was it? We had four turnovers by uh, Haskins just overall, one by Gibson last week. Mm. Like, the team, they were in it the whole way. Um, 
that that game should not have gotten out of hand like that. Uh, I think the Cowboys could make it ugly for the Browns this week, just kind of the same way the Ravens did um, to start the season. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Uh, I think this game comes down to, you know, Baker being able to keep up uh, the passing attack with uh, the Cowboys. And, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, he, he could, but I, I think that that's going to probably lead to some turnovers. And, uh, you know, uh, Zeke had a terrible game last week against the, the Seahawks. Uh, I think they'll find a little bit more success running the ball. And, and like you mentioned, the, the Cowboys have had a really tough, behind the Texans, have had a really tough start to the year with the teams that they've played. Um, so I, I expect them here at home to sort of get right and, um, you know, beat a team that they should beat. And, uh, you know, four and a half is a little bit high uh, for me, but I, I'm still going to lay the money in the boys. All right, we're all in the Cowboys. That's exciting. Uh, hopefully that won't bite us. <laughs> it's not like that's Mike, ever happened Mike before. Mike yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, up to the game that may happen, may not. Uh, Steelers are supposed to head to Tennessee to take on the Titans. Uh, Titans are maybe a one-and-a-half-point dog at home <laughs> with an over-under that might be at 46 and a half um so guys with this one uh up in the air due to COVID-19 um you know we're, we're just gonna assume that this game goes off at the original line as was said I think books have pulled the line as of right now just due to everything being up in the air uh but we're gonna treat it at that one and a half spread that it opened up at so uh Adam why don't you start us off what are your thoughts on this game yeah I won't spend much time on this because you know I don't, I don't want to spend time on game that might not happen but yeah i like the steelers here um i think this is if it was <laughs> if it is gonna happen it's gonna be a low scoring game um probably this a lot of a lot of rushing attack from both sides and I, I just think the steelers have a much better defense than the titans and you know I, I i expect this game to be pretty close but um yeah give me give me the uh the steelers on the road to uh, cover the one and a half against the titans yeah i'll keep it quick too uh titans they couldn't cover two and a half uh, against the Vikings last week. Uh, so they're going up against a much stronger opponent here, albeit at home. Um, but that Steelers defense is too good. I completely agree with you, Adam. Um, you know, Steelers have a great chance to win this game. Uh, so I'll, I'll like the Steelers here. And, uh, yeah, that defense leads the way. Yeah, it's, I'm completely with you. I feel pretty good about the Steelers here. Um, I do think the Titans can just just by their nature they could keep it close here, um, but I think the Steelers are just better on both sides of the ball right here, uh, especially if Deontay Johnson clears concussion protocol. Um, this just seems like, like the better team right here. I, I mean, we haven't the Titans against the Vikings last week was maybe the toughest team the Titans have played so far. Uh, and they pulled off, what, one point against the Vikings who were, I mean, we're collectively kind of down on the Vikings, right? Yeah. Um, but, so I I just see the Steelers as, they're, they're a top AFC team for a reason right now, and I think they could easily prove it in a game that may happen, may not happen. A couple 3-0 teams. All right, uh, next up, guys, we've got the Seattle Seahawks heading to South Beach to take on the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are six-and-a-half-point dogs at home here, and the over-under set pretty high at 54-and-a-half. Uh, guys, I'm on the Seahawks. Um, 
I think, uh, you know, this I'm, I, This isn't a game I'm going to bet because uh, the Seahawks seem to want to play in these close games. Um, at least that's what we've seen thus far this year. It's been three close games for them. Um, they head down to Miami where the Heat can put, uh, play a factor and uh, can oftentimes be uh, on the home team's advantage, uh, especially when you get a team from a colder climate. Uh, so the Seahawks aren't exactly dealing with sweltering heat up there in Seattle. Uh, so I, I think the Dolphins uh, have a lot in their favor. The one thing I look at this game that kind of jumps out to me, though, even though I'm not allowed to do this, uh, the over-under set at 54.5, that seems too high to me. I like the under in this one. Um, so probably wouldn't touch the uh, the the spread between the teams, but like the over-under, uh, take the under. Yeah, I, you know, I'm going to go the opposite side. I, I like the under, but... Uh... I'll take I'll take the Dolphins in this matchup. Um, you know, last week I think they were probably the team that impressed me the most out of any, anybody. They they came out and dominated on Thursday night, uh, and sort of led by their secondary. They 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 could they limited Minshew. He couldn't get anything going, um, and they, they got some playmakers there in, in, with the Jaguars. And you know that secondary is their biggest strength on this team, and they're going against a team where they're going to need that uh, with the Seahawks. So I think it's a it's a good matchup for the Dolphins. Um, it helps that they're at home. Um, six and a half points is, is just a lot for a home team. I, I I expect this game to be within a one score game. So yeah, give me give me the Dolphins. I'm pretty confident with them. This one screams backdoor cover. Yeah, th- this absolutely could. Um... It's it's funny, kind of shortly after, Adam, you mentioned earlier when we were talking about the Seahawks earlier about uh, Chris Carson maybe being out for a little bit of time. We got a alert shortly after about how Chris Carson, um, uh, he's got a chance this week to play. Um, oh, that's a bionic man. He, I thought he was done for a while. Yeah. Dang. Hey, hey, you know, he's it's like Matt Breda. Yeah. 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 Don't go away. Exactly. Um, but I'm, I'm going to side with the Dolphins here, and this is... I looked at early weather reports, and in Florida, this goes for this Dolphins game and um, for the Tampa Bay game. Um, well, Miami is expected to be very humid and up to like 90 degree weather, which is just doesn't sound good to play in for a cold weather team like the Seahawks. So uh, I I don't feel super confident about this game. Um, just in general, I I do think. I know you guys both like the unders, but I I, I think Fitz Magic could make it work and be able to keep up with this Seahawks offense as as good as it they've been, especially with how susceptible this secondary for the Seahawks has injuries. been lately. Yep. Yeah, that's my one concern. Um, so I I do think there's a chance for the over in this one. So I'm gonna probably not touch that over under, um, but. I think there's a decent chance for the Dolphins to keep it close. Uh, if, as far as pulling off a victory, I don't know about that one. Um, I mean, crazy things can happen in that kind of heat, um, but I, 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 I don't think I want to touch this game. All right. Well, there you have it. Um, two on the Dolphins, one on the Seahawks. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, this could just be one of those weird games where the Dolphins uh, keep it close and the Seahawks don't exactly come to play in the heat. 
All right, next up, uh, Justin Herbert and the Chargers are heading out east to take on that other Florida team. So good segue there, Robbie, with the Florida weather report. Uh, Buccaneers are seven-point favorites at home against the Chargers with an over-under set at 43.5, pretty low. Um, in this one, guys, I'm a fan of the Bucks. Uh The Chargers were kind of a pretty big disappointment last week against the Panthers, uh, you know, Herbert's still kind of figuring things out. Uh, teams have a chance to watch some film, game plan for him now, uh, show him some different looks. So I think that that has a chance to trip him up a little bit. Um, you know, in this one, I just think, yeah, seven points is a lot. But, you know, Tom Brady and the Bucks have a lot of weapons over there. And, uh, you know, it's just going to be a lot for that Chargers D to keep up with. And, you know, that's the Chargers defense that, you know, let the Panthers kind of have their way with them a little bit. Uh last week uh you know on their home field so uh you know i don't i don't know why this week will be any different uh, and the bucks can't put up some points as well uh so on this one uh i'm taking the bucks minus the seven yep i'm i'm right with you there um it, this buccaneers defense is looking pretty good right now um and again they've got that that florida heat um they actually the reports i was seeing for tampa looked like potentially rain which could lead to lead to a slot fest uh, which could be f- fun to watch um but which that kind of worries me because it feels like anything can kind of happen in those kind of games especially uh like a power outage to the camera crew um <laughs> but i i think even regardless of whether uh the buccaneers should be able to take it to these this chargers team again people teams got they they've got a uh, film on Herbert now, um, and this Buccaneers defense I think could fully take advantage of it. I know missing Chris Godwin is gonna be a little shot to the arm for the for the Buccaneers, but I I don't think it's gonna matter overall. I mean we saw the Panthers be able to overtake it, and um, uh, I I just I just think this Bucks team could pull it off. Um, I, I like them here. See, I'm going to go the opposite side. I, I really like the Chargers this week. Um, when you look at the Buccaneers, the first three three games, um, I think the one difference between their loss against the Saints and their two wins against the, the Broncos and the Panthers is, you know, they were not able to get pressure against Tom Brady in those last two games where the Saints sort of did and made him uncomfortable. Uh, this Chargers defense is a team that will get pressure on Tom Brady. And, uh, you know, without Chris Godwin, I, I, I sort of worry about this Bucks offense this week. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a huge uh, believer in his Chargers team, like long-term, especially this offense. Uh, I think, I think they need a little bit of help on the outside. Um, you know, with the playmakers, it seems like right now it's just Keenan Allen and, you know, run with the Austin Eckler, but, you know, I, I think that they can have some success against this Buc- Buccaneers defense. Uh, Bucks defense has been really good against the run this year. That's what the one thing they got going for them. Um, but like I like I mentioned, I think the Chargers defense is going to make this a game, and uh, you know seven points is a lot. Um, so I'm I'm gonna take the Chargers with the points, and I'd even throw uh, a little bit on the money line here for the Chargers because I think they got a chance to win this game outright. Wow. Okay. okay. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it should be interesting, uh, especially if it rains. I mean, anything can happen. So we'll see. Probably a good idea to keep an eye on the weather report there, as Robbie pointed out yeah but i mean yeah definitely keep an eye because that that changes all the time yeah yeah especially in the gulf so 
All right. Well, uh, next game up, guys. It's uh, the Baltimore Ravens after a pretty disappointing uh, Monday night performance. They hit the road uh, to head down to D.C. to take on that team. That team that we know and love. Uh, that team is 13-point dogs at home <laughs> with an over-under set at 46 and a half. Um, yeah. I'm on the Ravens. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty bummed about the team after what they showed us last week. We were we were so high on them. Uh, I can't, in my right mind, uh, bet on them again this week. <laughs> Dwayne Haskins really let me down. So yeah, I'm I'm all in on the Ravens here. They just they look like the superior team. I know 13 is a lot of points, but uh, yeah, I, I I don't expect this game to be close at all. Yeah, going back to last year, you know. I, Ravens really take care of games that they're supposed to win, and, and they they often win them big. Um, yeah, I think that's what they have have happened here. Uh, Chase Young getting hurt last week was a you know a big loss. He's really looked dominant in his first couple games, um, and they're gonna miss him against Lamar. Uh, I think this is a get right game for the Ravens. Uh, they really disappointed last Monday, and uh, I, I I doubt they're gonna be too happy about that. And you know I like them to cover here on the road in Washington. Yeah, I think you guys said a lot of what I wanted to say. I just don't see this, the team being able to put up a whole lot of points against this Ravens defense that's just been so good. Um, and that Because of that, I kind I really like the under on this one. Um, might make a play on that one. Um, but I will absolutely lock in the Ravens minus 13. I know it's a big number, but oh, I'm going to wow. lock it in. It's a no. Yeah, this uh, you guys pretty much said all I was gonna say, but yeah, they're they're a team that is looking to bounce back, and I think they're looking to bounce back in a big way after being a little embarrassed at home on the national stage. So uh, I love them here. I worry about that under. I could see the Ravens getting to forty-one all by themselves. I don't think the team would be able to get to six then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, then yeah, the, the lock at twelve or thirteen points, like that the, makes the sense. The under yeah. just it it's a lot for me. Is I mean that that line it just implies a blowout, and I just I just see the team having a tough time putting up points here. Yeah, you know that that's going to be what it relies on. You know. Yep. All right. Well, next up, guys, it's the New York Football Giants heading out to LA to take on the Rams. Uh, Rams are twelve point favorites at home. Another pretty big spread. Uh, and the over-under in this one set at 48. So, uh, Robbie, we'll throw it back at you. Do you have a similar take on this game? You know, I I, I hate being on the side of all these points, but I, I think the Rams could do it. Um, I, I don't see anything special going on with that Giants offense, pretty much anything with the NFC East, really. Um, it seems like the NFC West has their number so far. Uh, but the this Giants team, I kind of expected more from them a little bit last week against a banged up Niners team, and I didn't see anything I liked there. Uh, they they were just not good altogether. This Rams team, uh, they had a surge late. Uh, they were kind of getting run up against the Bills to start, but they came fighting back, and um, I think that loss is gonna spur them to um, be able to beat up on a very beatable Giants team here. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I, I love the Rams here. Um, Giants team really disappointed. They did not look good at all last week. And, you know, I, I don't think going going to L.A. and 
playing the, the Sean McVay led Rams is going to help. Uh, I think they're they're at a coaching coaching disadvantage here, uh, talent disadvantage, and you know it's definitely represented in the line. Um, but yeah, I, I I think the Rams uh, cover cover the points here, and uh, you know r- really uh, really get the job done against the Giants. Yeah, uh, I mean you guys, you know, kind of made my points for me. Um, Adam, I, I like what you said there about that coaching disadvantage. You know, Sean McVay is, uh, you know, one of the better coaches in, in the league right now. And, uh, you know, that team is just, uh, they're coming to play each week. I mean, even when they were down 21-3 to last week against the Bills, there was no quitting them. So I just think, you know, mentally that team's in a really good place right now uh, against a banged-up Giants team that's got a head way out west. Eh, I don't know. just doesn't seem like a, a good fit for the Giants, even with a, with a 12-point uh, advantage to them here, uh, you know, with the spread. So uh, I'm with you. I'll take the Rams. All right, next up, it is the New England Patriots taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are minus 7 at home, and the over-under in this one is 53. Uh, so, Adam, why don't you start us off? I like the Chiefs here. Um, you know, they were so damn impressive on Monday night. They they, they beat up on that that Ravens team, that game was over at the half um, and they were on the road. Uh, I, I, I expect them to, you know, have the same level of success against the Patriots. Uh, I just, I, I can't see, you know, Cam keeping up with this, this Chiefs team. Um, you know, they, they seem to have right now a similar sort of play style as, as the Ravens do with Lamar. And, um, you know, we, we saw last week that the Chiefs seemed to really have a good plan and set and limit, limiting uh, his effectiveness, and especially in the run game. Um, and I, I think that continues with the Patriots here. Um, you know, it may, might stay off this game just because, you know, the Patriots tend to make, make close games out of pretty much every game. But uh, if there was a game that, you know, they sort of get worked, I, I, I think it'd be this one against the Super Bowl champs. For, for me... <sighs> My this one's been a tough one for me. My gut says the Chiefs, just how well they've been playing. But my mind says the Patriots, just because they love to keep it close. What um, does your body say? <laughs> but my body. Actually, I don't think we can sing that anymore. He got canceled. Uh, yeah, he did. Uh, he did. Yeah. Go on, Robbie. <laughs> Give me, dig me out of this hole. Uh, but my body is telling me stay off this game. <laughs> Um, I, I'm going to lean Patriots on this one just because I've got to think that Bill Belichick's going to find a way to at least keep it competitive. He, he always does. Um, I, you rarely see a Patriots team just get boat raced. Um, and seven points is a lot of points here. Uh, I, I think the Patriots could find a way to keep it competitive. I'm, I'm going to be intrigued by this matchup, but I'm not going to, I'm not touching this. Yeah, I'm, uh. I'm actually with Adam. I'm on the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, they responded in a really big way against a tough Ravens team uh, last night. That was really surprised me. Mahomes was just he was, you know, as elite as he's billed to be. Uh, yeah, Chris Jones too. Oh my God, he's he's playing really well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, man, I just I just don't know. I think I think the we could see just kind of a similar situation. I think the Patriots are a team that uh, you know can hang in there, but, uh, yeah, this Chiefs offense has just got too much firepower, and, and the Patriots offense, I mean, yeah, Cam, Cam's doing a lot, uh, but, you know, it's, 
it's kind of a weird supporting cast there. I mean, it's it's Rex Burkhead won the league. It's Nikhil Harry getting involved. Uh, you know, the big name players and difference makers aren't out there. And I just think this is the kind of game where that sort of thing shows up. Uh, you know, you need playmakers out there to keep you in a game with elite teams. And I just feel like the Patriots lack that right now. Um, it would take something special uh, out of Cam to keep this game close. I just don't see it on the road. Uh, give me the Chiefs uh, in this one. Uh, minus seven. All right, Sunday night football, guys. It is the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, we, oh I skipped yeah, one. Yeah. My bad. Hold on. Uh, reverse, reverse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Buffalo Bills uh, head out to Las Vegas to take on the uh, the Raiders, and the Raiders are three-point dogs at home, and the over-under in this one is 52. I apologize. I did not do this good game justice. Uh, so Adam, uh, let's hear your take on this one. This is gonna be an interesting game. I could, I could see a lot of different scenarios playing out here. Um, but what I'm gonna probably my play on this one would is gonna be Raiders money line. Um, you know I think this Raiders team matches up well against the Bills team. I I think that they can. Uh, I know they got a lot of people out on offense. A couple wideouts hurt. Um, but I think they can scheme enough. Uh enough looks for Josh Jacobs was banged up uh, Waller was banged up last week I think they, they really didn't play well and I, I think it was a little bit of a fluke but I, I I think this Raiders team is a contender and uh, you know getting three points at home uh, you know could be in for a letdown game for the Bills after after their 3-0 start didn't play all that well last week may, may have gotten a gift um, but you know I, I I think with the amount of uncertainty I have on either side uh, with both these teams, I'm just going to, you know, probably take the one with the most juice and it's going to be the Raiders money line and hope for the best. Yeah. I I'm on the Raiders here too, Adam. Um, you know, they just, they responded really well uh, in that home game against the saints in week two. I expect another kind of spirited fight, especially after a tough loss last week against the Patriots. Uh, Gruden wasn't happy in that game. You talked about it. They were a little banged up. Uh, you know, the Bills, I don't know, you know, they uh, they kind of slept walk through the second half of that game against the Rams, let them back in it. Uh, so, I, I don't know. Yeah, they got the win. I don't know if they necessarily feel great about that one, though, because they got by the skin of their teeth. Um, and I'm still kind of trying to figure out, I mean, I think we need more data, but I think there's a chance that, you know, flying out to Vegas for these road teams might be a little bit of a distraction. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it, there just could it's be human nature. It could be something there, or maybe that's just me and I'm a degenerate. <laughs> uh, probably the latter. But um, no, and anyway, no. I'm going to take the Raiders oh. here plus the three. <laughs> uh, it it's funny. It seems like last couple of weeks, like you guys have been on the Bills, and I've just been taking the opposite. And now you guys are against the Bills, and I'm I'm going to be on the Bills. Uh, I th- I think they're the better team. Uh, both sides of the ball here um I, I know that defense hasn't been as good as maybe you've been we've been expecting but they've also been playing some tough competition here um but uh yeah i i'm just not seeing it with this raiders team i know they'll they'll probably be a playoff contender but i i think the bills are just far superior i think they could easily take it by a, a field goal yeah absolutely uh, I'm on. I'm on the Bills here. I mean that that offense is just clicking right now. Uh, just a- everything's working for Josh Allen. Um, they they might get Zach Moss back here. Um, 
And yeah, I, I, I get the, the Raiders are, they, they were banged up last game, but um, they've got a, their defense has just not been, not been great. They've been able to let up all these big games and uh, bills. I, I think they could have a shot of redemption here. Um, at least on the defensive side of the ball. All right. Uh, well, there we have it. Uh, let's move on to our next game. Uh, the one I jumped the gun on a little bit. It's the Philadelphia Eagles heading to San Francisco to take on the Niners, where uh, the Niners are seven-point favorites at home with the over-under set at uh, 45. Uh, Robbie, take it away. I don't know, Evan. Seemed like you wanted to talk about this game. Why don't you take it? <laughs> all right, all right. Well, you know. <laughs> Jumping right since, to it. Since I jumped right to it, I, I'm going to take the Eagles in this one. I know the Niners are starting to get back healthy. Um, I just think this is a desperate Eagles team. I just think Doug Peterson is a Super Bowl winning coach. Um, this isn't the first time the Eagles have started off slow. Now, I said this last week. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just going to stick to my story here. I, I think eventually this hits. Um, the Eagles, they're just a desperate team. They've, they've been in the cellar before, uh, in a lackluster NFC East. And at some point they just kind of realize like, Oh, this division sucks. Like we're still in it. We just got to put together a few games. I think, you know, will they win this game? I don't know. It's a tough one, but I think we'll see some good fight in them here. Uh, I think they'll try to bounce back a little bit in this one. Alshon Jeffrey may uh, get out there for the Eagles. Have to keep an eye on that one. Um, I'll let you guys uh, kind of speak to the Niners uh, side. Is um, you know you guys talk on your injuries, but um, you know I, I just kind of expect uh, a spirited effort here out of the Eagles, and the seven points just seems like a little bit too much for me. Uh, well, I, I'm gonna have to disagree with you. I think that's a very attainable for the Niners here. I think they're they, they're likely to be getting Mostert back. Uh, I think they're very likely to have Kittle back for this one, which is going to be huge for that. I think there's a chance Jimmy G might be playing mm-hmm. in this one too. Um, even still, uh, I think Nick Mullins has done pretty a lot better than at least I was expecting um, as a backup role so far. Uh, just nothing about this Eagles team is really excites me or makes me want to th- believe that they're going to stay in it. And uh, I know you got to think that there's got to be a point that Doug Peterson needs to just fight for his job. I, I don't, I'm not sure he's going to be fired this year, even if he goes on a, a bad streak. I, I don't know. Um, but I, like you said, the Eagles got to turn it around at some point. I think it's going to be when they play, Next time they play their own division, which I'm not looking at their schedule right now, so I'm not entirely sure when that'd be. But I, I don't think it's going to be this week against a Niners team that just, even while banged up, just absolutely whooped a Giants team uh, in MetLife too, right? Yeah, that was in MetLife. Yeah, I yeah I'm a I'm a completely agree with you. I love the the 49ers this week minus seven. Um, you know that. I said the Dolphins were probably the team that impressed me most last week. Well, it's right up there with them it was this 49ers team. They're, they're just a well-coached unit right now. You can see it. They got the best run scheme in the league. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You Kyle Shanahan guy now? <laughs> this season? Oh, yeah. Oh, they're, 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 for what they've gone through, to dominate the Giants like they did was damn impressive. Um, we slandered him last year. Well, maybe Nick Mullins <laughs> is the guy going forward. But, no, I, I, I think Nick Mullins is – 
really played well. I think he's a good fit for that offense. Um, and I don't see them having any issues with the Seagulls team. I think a lot of people, um, you included, Evan, are still have this idea of the <laughs> Eagles being a good team, and I just don't think the roster's there right now. Uh, I think you can tell what Carson Wentz is probably being a little bit over overstretched. He doesn't have any of the outside. He doesn't have any talent, and, you know, Dallas Goddard breaking his ankle isn't going to help with that situation. So, yeah, I think the 49ers run away with this one, and that's why it's going to be my lock of the week. It's a lock! No! I feel really, really good about you, the 49ers. You know, you can kind of convinced me to make that a confident pick for me, too. So, All right. Kyle Shanahan guy now. Kyle Shanahan hey, guy now. I've always been a Jerick McKinnon guy. Yeah, Robbie, i got to give you credit, man. Jerick McKinnon, what a call last week. Just, you were you were like 16 months early on that one. <laughs> well, I mean, it's better, better better than John Lynch being like 36 months early. <laughs> oh man, so I had to take a shot. Robbie, you're you're not you're not on the bandwagon for Jarek McKinnon. You you bought the bandwagon, you leased it, and then you paid it off, and now you fully own it. Um, you know, and you're renting it out now. That's how long you've been on the bandwagon. So. Uh, Probably nice some new tires that. at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, uh, finally, guys, we've got the Atlanta Falcons and the Green Bay Packers playing on Monday night. The Packers are seven-point favorites at home in this one. Uh, Over-under set at 57.5. Guys, this is my Big Sean bounce-back game of the week here for the Falcons. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I like the Packers here, minus seven. Um uh, the Dan Quinn's done. The, I don't know. I don't know how you bounce back from what the Falcons have gone through the last two weeks. Like that locker room has to just be done. How is he not fired yet? I we asked this. this is, we, 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 we we've asked this question on the podcast at least six times going like the last yeah, year. Yeah, whole yeah. last year too. We were asking that. Yeah, like we're gonna keep asking. Absolutely, like, like yeah, like seven straight regular season yeah, weeks. That there might be like a Des Bryant tape situation here. <laughs> I don't know what Arthur Blank did wrong. But somebody's got some information. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm on the Packers here. I just think that Falcons defense, I mean, it just looks like their their coverages are just so remedial and, and basic. And Aaron Rodgers is going to tear them apart. Um, I, Possibly getting Devontae Adams back, too. That's going to help. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't see Aaron Jones having any problem running all over them. Uh, yeah, this this just screams Packers. I, I don't see this game being close at all. Um, yeah. Give me, give me the pack minus seven. Yeah, we we've been talking about the Aaron Rodgers revenge tour, uh, and and he's on a he's on a war path this year. I I mean I I think you know this Packers team for whatever reason going into the year was was really you can see it in the Vegas lines, um, mainstream media that they they were. I don't know, I guess not given the respect that they deserve. I mean, they were the NFC in the NFC championship game last year. And, um, you know, a lot of people question their, their off season moves, um, including me, but I mean, you, you don't, you don't question Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I've learned that 12 plus years of seeing him play and the, the, on paper, this, the Packers are just a much superior team. They're at home. It's a Monday night game. Aaron Rodgers loves those primetime games. I, I think this is the boat race and maybe the final nail in the coffin for Dan Quinn. At some point, he, he, he just might want out. <laughs> this is getting brutal. Unless he's going for some sort of new record. like Or the tank what, for Trevor. What, what did I see? I, I, or the tank for Trevor. Um, I saw that 
uh, something something crazy like Falcon. Like no team in the modern era has let up more or more than um, what was it? Fifteen. It was like a fifteen plus point comeback uh, in the fourth quarter more than once in a season, and it's just done in back to back games by the Falcons. Like that. That's just absurdly bad. Um, you would like a Monday... Well, you know, actually, Monday night may also have the Steelers-Titans, so maybe we'll get a good game out of that one. I've not seen a good game out of this one at all. I, I agree with you guys. Packers should just run away with that, and I feel very good about this one. I, I don't really know what else I could really say. Even without Devontae Adams, that Falcons defense is just not good, and the Packers are going to... Well, when I say the Packers, I mean Aaron Rodgers is going to make them pay. Well, with that, guys, uh, we're all on the Packers, and that's a good segue here as we get into our uh, consensus picks. So, guys, we're all on the Packers. Uh, We feel pretty good about that against the Falcons. Uh, We're also going to go with the Cardinals here. Um, Good bounce back. Yeah, we like them, uh, you know, minus 3.5 on the road against the Panthers. And then we're going to take the Texans minus four against the Vikings. You know, we all felt pretty good about that one. Uh, Texans 0-3, but just facing the toughest uh, competition. You know, and they put the Steelers pretty tough last week, so I feel pretty good about that. Uh, Overall, we're down about three units right now, uh, pretty much all because of last week. uh, We ran into a little bit of trouble, but, you know, all it takes is uh, one of these parlays to hit and and you're uh, right back uh, where you need to be. So, uh, you know, hang in there. Uh, we feel pretty good about this one, and, and we'll we'll see where we land. Um, uh, but with that, guys, uh, anything else to add before we get out of here? Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm good. Uh, let's let's keep it rolling with uh, the, the good luck bears. Yeah. We don't right. deserve it. Get, <laughs> get your money line bears picks in now. Uh, the beloved... You know, just being flat out disrespected by Las Vegas. <laughs> Two and a half point dogs at home. Get that shit out of here. That's all you guys. The Nick Foles era starts now. Let's go. Good luck, everybody. We'll see you next week.